Happy Saturday. If you're listening through the Anchor app, I hope you enjoyed the tunes I posted. Just, uh, it seems random, I know, but it's not. (laughs) I went from like uh, 90s grunge to house music uh, because that's what it's like in my brain. I don't like just one type of music. So, you know, you get to sample along with me all the things I like because it's my podcast. (laughs) Anyway, about to do an interview with my cousin, Brett, who I find very interesting. He's an avid listener, a super supporter, and uh, I enjoy talking to him because he kind of has his own little little lane that he thinks in. It's like his own vision, and he's very true to it. So I'm excited about that. Listen, you don't have to just engage with us on Anchor. Uh, just Media Works. We have a great website. I just finished working on it, so please check it, check it out, uh, www.justmediaworks.com. Uh, going to be putting up new music there. Probably going to explore dis- self-distribution. Uh, tired of trying to... I don't know. I'm tired of trying to make distribution companies for music be what I want them to be. So broke up with TuneCore, working with the Muse, uh, but they're in Sweden. So there's some communication breakdowns there. Good company so far. I have no complaints. But if I can find a a way to build a better box, I'm always going to do that. That's just how I am. So check us out on the website. Check out the new music. You can find us everywhere. Google Just Media Works. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Bandcamp. We are making music and oh, super excited. Got a new producer, kind of more on the ambient end. Very excited to work with this team. Um, they're also unique, just like Culper Manifest, just like everybody we work with. Uh, it's just a fun, exciting time to be in the media business. And uh, we thank you for your support. And we ask that you continue supporting us. Spread the word. If you like the podcast, please feel free to share it. If you follow us on iTunes and you can rate it, please give us a rating, a good one. Um, and let's just keep keep moving. We're wrapping up 2017 strongly. I hope you're doing the same. Let's just be in the winner circle in 2018. I'll see you there. So let me just say, I'm super excited. I have my second and third guests this weekend um, on the podcast. So I did my first interview probably like four or five months ago. Um, But this today we did something different and this is kind of new. So stick with me. It's a little rough. It's my first editing job on it, but I'm excited. It's my cousin and avid listener, Brett Washington. And one of my really good friends, Kimberly Wiley, they were good enough sports to come hang out with me today and uh, just set the microphone up and just had a conversation like we normally would. So here's the first part of that. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. This is Judith A. Culp. You're listening to Mad Love. It's all good. We love you. Thank you for the support. Welcome to Mad Love, hosted by Judith A. Culp, produced by Just Media Works. was talking about Popeyes yesterday was talking about how great and he said he didn't realize how big that secret was that they had at Popeyes called Cajun Sparkles. What? 
They have Cajun Sparkle. It's, it's almost a seasoning. like a seasoning that you get after you purchase your chicken. Even if you get spicy, you might get the Cajun Sparkle. It's kind of... It's a, it's a, it's like just a Lowry seasoning. Salt, it's a seasoning. It's, but it's spicy. Lowry. It, you know, it's a little spicy <laughs> to Lowry, but it's so good. And I was telling my friend, I was told him, I said, dude, you got to put it on popcorn. So you're cool with the Popeye's oh, no. lady. Yeah. The, Nobody's offended like, by the Popeye's lady movie. You go to get the, you go to get the Popeye's. It's like, yo, give me some of those sparkles. How many you want? Just give me a handful. Quit, quit some being stingy you on those. Stop being stingy. Wait, you didn't she, give any to those last. She got up early to make some. the sparkles. You don't know. <laughs> you didn't give any to those last ten folks. Yeah, you can just wait. Give me some. But wait, I don't just put any. I'm in confused. Your bag. No. You got to ask for it. Right. You have to ask for you something ask called for Cajun sparkles. sparkles. Yes. In certain neighborhoods, you know that it's, it's not Cajun sparkles. sparkles. It's totally heroin or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong. It's in a little package, Judy. When you go in the hood, you be like, I want those Cajun sparkles. Okay, here's some heroin. <laughs> All right. You know what? Mad love. That's so funny. <laughs> I, can see, I can see it. You know, but she sounds so authentically Louisiana. That old Louisiana. Step it in you know, fashion just, type like, of thing. She's from New Orleans, isn't she? Does she? She does no, not I'm sound just, okay. No, no, sarcasm. Sarcasm. <laughs> she's, she's probably from like Massachusetts, right? Because she totally does not sound Cajun or even salty. Grab her from outside. Hey, we need a woman voice. Come in here and record. Hey, you black and you yeah, look well, like you, you cooked some chicken. Right, you look like you the fried. I don't know. You from here, so just think, act like you from the South, Louisiana. <laughs> How does that sound? How about this boy? Yeah, that worked right there. All right, let's let's go with it. Let's That's go with terrifying. That. Let's yeah. go with it. Do that, do that right there. Yeah. Awesome. But did you watch the? Uh, they had the 25th reunion or 25th anniversary of uh, Def- Comedy, Def- Jam. Comedy Jam. I've been meaning to watch it. I, I enjoyed it. it. I mean, it wasn't. Uh, it had a lot of funny spots in it, but there was a t- there was a moment in there that was just so funny, uh-huh. you know. And it was just like, man, this show this, you you really do just miss them having that raw talent on there, and and, and you and you had to love those guys, you know. For and gals who was on there was talking about gave credits, but it's like, listen, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of millionaires in this room who would have never had any money if yeah. it had not been for you I guys. Think Bernie yeah. Mac. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I remember <laughs> watching Bernie Mac's first. Uh, Deaf Comedy Jam, and I know that I personally wouldn't have been aware of him had that not been so hilarious. Yeah. I'm not afraid of you, motherfuckers. Remember that? Yeah. I mean, he came out there, and they show clips of that. And they show clips of him with the, when he had the jeans and had a picture yeah. of himself on his own page. Kick it! And then he would like dance in between each one. That oh, was hilarious. Was. I'm not afraid of you, motherfucker. That's funny. I'm not yeah, I uh, I miss stand up just in general. I think it's just like you know, I just couldn't. You couldn't get past him with the Goonie Goobie. That was just too Goonie Goobie. Why did my white co-worker say Goonie Goobie? <laughs> Why are you hitting yourself in the head? <laughs> I was like, oh my god, did you what 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 you know about Goonie Goobie? He was like, you know, that's we did something. He said. Goonie Google. And he recited the whole section of That's awesome. the stand-up. And I was like, Goonie Google. <laughs> you too much for me. You know, because awesome. I just remember pieces of it. You know, I mean, if I, if I turned it on, I'd probably remember all of it as it was going. But it just... Yay! 
Welcome to Mad Love, hosted by Judith A. Cope, produced by Just Media Works. I think they're in New York, and the podcast is... Uh, they make, I don't, don't want to mess it up. I don't want to mess it up. And then there's silence. Yeah, no, I don't want to mess up the title of it. That's why you know, I paused. But it's Guys We Fucked. Oh, okay. Oh my goodness! I'm surprised my didn't. And, <laughs> and literally, and so and so in this podcast, this is like 2014. It's like been it's been they got a ton of shows, and I was just like, let me scroll down this thing so you get to like the first or second Looking episode. Looking for your name? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You've been to New York. <laughs> and yeah. and yeah. Uh, no. That's funny. Thank you. Thank uh, no. you. I'm here yeah. all week. And, and, you know, but so anyway, <laughs> I said that to say I, that I went down to like the second episode, and, the, and they, she literally brought on an ex boyfriend of hers. Wow. And and it was just so funny because they were talking about stuff, and I was just like, "Are you kidding me? Seriously?" Like, and she was. Talking, I'm not brave enough to do that. And she was talking about. Oh yeah, this was like the first, and, and I was when I was with him it was the first time I did anal. And he was like, "Really? You implied that you like you had done it before? Like, why you were pro at it? You know, and I didn't want oh to. I didn't want you to think I'd never done it. And it was like, what? Like, yo, like, people are out here podcasting. These broadcast, these broadcast. podcast. <laughs> like that's putting your stamp on it. But it's gotten so popular. Like they had people on there. Like I scroll through. Ron Jeremy's been on there now. You know, so okay. they, so like it's, it's getting. You know what? I think it's interesting because porn is probably more prevalent now than it's ever been. Like because it's so free. Like before, <laughs> yes. can you before, imagine if you had that and like had to 12. go somewhere and try to buy you? You all coming out of buildings, looking <laughs> like <laughs> Making your friends. They know. Hey, Christine, what's going on? I ain't never did that. That's funny, though. But I'm saying, you know. But you know what is interesting? One of my friends around our 40th birthday, she had us go to this sex shop in Atlanta. And what's really funny about it is it was a dry county. So we couldn't get no drinks, but we could go into this. Ain't by super lit up. up Vegas style sex shop and get whatever <laughs> you want. It was hilarious. It was all kind, and those people didn't seem embarrassed, but it was all kinds of people in there, and it was a long line. I remember they were purchasing stuff. We had to stand in a super long line with these bright ass lights. I was like, you can't get a cocktail here, but I can come to like this Vegas style porn shop and get a double dildo. I have you not? Yeah, they had one. They had one like sitting up on the ground like the size of a small child. I was like, what is this? What do you do? You go to a sex shop to people that work there. Whose panties are on sale? And I was like, that's right, because I only want crotchless panties. I get at a discount. Well, I I bake cakes and cupcakes, and people ask me to do certain things for different types of parties. So I went in because I knew that they had put crotchless panties on somebody's cake. No pumpkin. Okay. I I was. That's where I was going. I'm like, I want to hear this. Like, where is this going? I I do not want that cake. these little penis molds. Oh, okay. So I was trying to make some little chocolate pills. Okay. So, uh, I went in looking, and I was just like, okay, okay lady, you don't have to follow me around and tell me everything that's on sale. I'm just coming for I'm my just coming to get my porn, lady, and I'm making some get cakes. Some penis molds. <laughs> Please stop following me around. <laughs> 
That's hilarious. Yeah. Wait a minute. It, 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 the, the member is Rice Krispie Treats. The cake is still cake. It's not an actual piece. It's not an actual. <laughs> he told me something. No. All the guys was like, we ain't eating that. It's, 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 it's not an actual. A penis cake is not an actual you, penis ground up I said, well, what if I cut up here at the chest area? If I cut at the chest area, is that okay? They're like, mm, we ain't eating that. Yeah, because, you know, you know, like, there no man like, cake. <laughs> there are people in here with cameras, and I'm not having somebody, like, holy smokes. Seriously? See, that's realistic looking, isn't it? The best is yet to. Oh. oh. Yeah. Look at Kim getting yeah. all clever with the words. Yeah. Wordplay. Yeah. Welcome to Mad Love. Hosted by Judith A. Cope. Produced by Just Meteorworks. Are you? <laughs> I bet there's a man who will do it. I don't know. They're just not pretty looking. Well, you know that's interesting because I had that same conversation. It was, it was a uh, we were listening to a probably like a podcast because that's just all I do. That's all I do. Yay! And they were talking about sex and they were talking about women and their vaginas and and, and, and Jessica was like, "Well, they're not pretty." I'm like, I don't know why women think that. I'm just like, it's just maybe like it's you. a woman thing. Yeah, just like, oh, like, I, like, I, like, I'm like, I'm like. I'm not sure exactly what you expect it to look like, but if you look through a catalog of vaginas, it's like... I think it's a straight woman thing. Like, there's... I have one, and I can look at it whenever I want. Next. Can I, I want to look at something else. Well, it's kind of like... And like, I can appreciate a, a pretty body or a pretty woman. Like, you know, but okay. I don't okay. so, want to be so maybe, like... Let's look at that. Like, I, could, I don't think I could be a gynecologist for that reason. I, I see your point, though. I mean, that... But why it's probably the same reason why you're like, yeah, penis pictures, what if? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's just like, okay, all right. I can go through the, I can go through your catalog of what you've done, but it's like, yeah, all right. You're done doing it. Yeah, 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 no, I feel that way. I don't I don't know that I think the vagina is beautiful. I don't want to go to an art exhibit of it. You know I what? don't want to look it at it. It serves them. its purpose. Well, and we know what it really does. It's not very pretty, <laughs> but it serves its purpose. Oh, that's it true. It expands to let these babies out. And it might not snap back. It might not snap back. <laughs> <laughs> and it does, it takes a lot of punishment through a month. Yeah. There's a lot that goes on. If up. you're married. Plus, if you're a woman, you, you're a hoe. I mean, takes takes a lot. Well, see, you, that, that goes back to that, that, that one podcast I was talking and about. And have you ever been girls. in a ladies' room? If you that's go into all. a ladies' room... I don't, I mean, it, that's primal. I think that's when you really start to understand what, you know, I used to work at WashU. On Sunday night, there wasn't a lot of cleaning. And I worked mm-hmm. Sunday night. And I would open that. It was like a jungle. Smell horrible. Smell paper everywhere. Toilet paper everywhere. Lady products everywhere. Poop. Just like, this is awful. I don't know if any, I don't know how a man could stay attracted to a woman if they walked in there. Well, like I'm getting interested in these things that because in my in my lifetime I have had to go and I've cleaned bathrooms in my lifetime, and I have so too. I remember cleaning bathrooms. I first started cleaning bathrooms at the church, but then it wasn't until I was uh, bar backing and waiting and bussing tables at at Walters downtown a mm, restaurant at a bar and. I went into the women's because mm-hmm. you know something. Somebody got to go clean this. So that's like got drunk I'm like I can women. do. But boy, it was just women. like because I, mean, I always thought men's bathrooms would be like damn. I was like, dude, the, can, can you at least aim at the you know? But when I went to the women's, I was like, 
<laughs> I mean, dun, know, dun, dun. I, I didn't have hair. I had hair then. I'm, I'm sitting there, a hand on my head, like, oh my lord, what happened in here? It's like, it's gross. It's like you just couldn't even understand what was going on in here where there's this. It's just, they go. And crazy. the sad part about it is, you, when I walk in, sometimes you think to yourself, now you knew full well you left this like this and you didn't even try to wipe it up or clean it you up. Nasty, you nasty, nasty heifer. You it is disgusting. Like the oh. worst bad is hard. Bad. It's rough. I mean, it, it's, really it's the unspoken secret. And whoever designs bathrooms, could you give us a little bit more room? Everybody Why are they so tiny? They're so tiny. But it's not even being a twig. It's like being seven. Like, well, and like, being yeah, a grown like woman, if you gotta take care room. of situations, you don't right, have that's no what room I mean, to do that. Like, there's no, there's no elbow room. Right. Yeah, it's just it's like terrible. you get in and you're like, okay, here's the door right here. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, you know, you know that the stall is small when you have to step past the toilet to close the door. It's like, seriously, I got. What are y'all trying to save money on doors? Like, like, I mean, how small does the toilet have to be? Though? It's like, the stall has to be where you have to like, I can't even close the door without literally stepping past the toilet. And who wants to touch a public toilet? <laughs> so disgusting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I dragged us down a dark road. We need to... <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Welcome to Mad Love, hosted by Judith A. Cope, produced by Just MediaWorks. Definitely do. This is where you get frustrated with the the whole Hollywood power structure, because I've often said, Will Smith, you are crushing it. You're supposed to be really close to Tom Cruise. Why don't you have your own studio? What's happening? Why do? Why are we yeah, constantly? You have your own studio, so you can make your own stuff. You, you can, That's the you, only you, thing I really truly respect about Tyler Perry. I don't have any issue with him. We just tell stories in a completely different way. And he's completely interested in stories that I'm not interested in. But I completely respect that he built his own studio. And when he wakes up and he says, I want to make a movie about crickets that like cats, he can do it. (laughs) He can do it. He can go and do it. And nobody can give him notes. He can write what he wants to write. I'm going to star as the cricket and the cat. Okay. And there you go. And Madea going to be in it, in it too. Nah. Well, she's going to have a cameo. Yeah, I respect that. It, it was I just do. like that video I sent you when it was, uh, Gabrielle Union was talking about. It's just... It's just she was talking about earlier. It yeah. was just amazing. You know, and she's like... So what, that movie Nailed it. So, so much money. And yet, oh, yeah, that's a nice little black film. It's like, Aww, really? You can't so give us, still can't give no props. No. But part of ending the lynching problem is stop putting your neck, neck in the in noose. noose. That just really burns me up. It's like, why are we out here asking people to give us work? You know, before Bill Cosby went down this other path, he had enough ends to make things happen on his own. So did uh, Eddie Murphy. So at all, at some point, any major star you can think of that's of color. You got enough money and capital and, and influence that they but can they make didn't, something happen. Either they, they didn't want to or... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what keeps black people from everybody, making our own Netflix. Everybody doesn't have the entrepreneurial spirit. And you are probably the best example I can even think of of that. Because when I think of entrepreneur, I definitely think of you. There are so many people who are just content 
Like, we don't get people who just want to go to work and work for somebody else and make them a lot of money every day. We don't get that. Now, true enough, I do that. But this is not where what I want my end result to be. I do eventually trying to work towards something different. We both are working towards something a little different. But nonetheless, I want it to be mine in the end. Right. by Judith A. Cope, produced by Just Media Works. I do think that we have a responsibility. We have a responsibility to the people who paved the way, as well as a responsibility to the ones we're going to leave here. So, but also, too, can you think of another doing better is culture not- or race that has taken the slur and tried to turn it into a term of endearment? I think it's something wrong with the national uh psyche of black people i think we have ptsd but you also have to tell me what other race did anyone ever write a book about to tell you how to keep these particular people down i mean unfortunately i'm sure if we look it's, it's we can years find it. removed but you know like i know judy you teach this generation you teach this generation you teach this generation now in totality they might not get this message but five generations removed, they might get some semblance of that message, but it's the message is still there. So, so what do we? How saying? do you get it out of their heads? How do you get this out of people's heads? That well, you know, why are we you, waiting for other people to plant the seed? No, I'm not saying we're wait. We should. But wait. I feel like we we wait for other people to validate us. We wait for to Gabrielle Union's point. We don't need the studio system to say it was a successful film. We know math. It costs five million dollars to make. It made a hundred million. I know enough math that's to profit. know that that's a hit. Yeah. I don't need Warner Brothers to say, "Hey, now I want to do business with you." That's been my whole point. Why aren't we more entrepreneurial? Why aren't we more self-sustaining? Why aren't we more confident? I feel in my spirit. If black men knew how beautiful they really were, they'd never shoot each other. It just it wouldn't happen. But if I hate myself and I see you and you look like me, then I'm going to act out of that feeling. Because I'm not going to care about you. You're just another little piece of shit N-word. Because that's what I am. Right. That's why I don't like the word. It's a self-hate. Yeah, we hate ourselves. We call it hating, and you know, but we really do love ourselves. Hating is different from self-hate. Hating is hating like you, you're trying to basically like you projecting on somebody. But I but, feel like that's the your, extension if, of the self But if you hate your, but yeah, if you hate yourself, then then you then you really won't have any regard what happens. Because you know, if you live that lifestyle, you only have two choices. Yeah, well, three, three choices. You can get out of it. You're gonna die and go to jail. That's those are the only those are the choices. Exactly. You know? How you feel about yourself is how you're able to recognize something in someone else. Because we feel like that's something you've taken from me. Like, I don't right. have... You got the same <laughs> Like, there's a limited supply. A day. You got the same 24 there's hours There's not a, a limited supply of success. It's yeah, not. It's, it's, it's just like, who it's goes like after I, it. In order to get up the ladder, I can't go up the ladder behind you. I got to pull you down to get, well, to get up the ladder. Exactly. Not, that's messed up. It doesn't matter if you're successful or not. I still need to get on my grind. You know, I should be inspired by you, not like... Mm. 
you know, but that's usually what it is. Somebody's feeling like less than because they know they're not doing as much as they possibly do to achieve the things they say they want. If you aren't going to work, then stop complaining. Yeah. That's it. You got to put the work in. And, some, and sometimes you got to make the sacrifice. Stop. Thanks for listening. It's all good because even when we mad, we still love you. Hey, Mad Love, Alan with Sentient Future here. Thanks so much for favoriting my station. Yeah, I am really intrigued by your uh, bio, your profile there. I've listened to a couple of your recent segments, recent episodes, and I'm intrigued. I'm I'm, I'm hooked. I've favorited your station, and I love to hear more of what uh, you're putting out there. I aim to create as much value for you and my other listeners as you seem to be creating for your listeners. So I hope we can connect or collaborate some way. I hope you have an awesome day. Keep hustling. Much love.